Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is SENZ. It is uh, Afternoons with Staffy Ricardo Ball in for staff. And, of course, it is Rugby League World Cup time. And Matt Shaw joins us uh, from the UK. He's Rugby live, Rugby League live editor. G'day, uh, Matt. How you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. First look at the Kiwis this morning, of course. Uh, did it reasonably comfortably in the end against Lebanon, but maybe not as comfortably as we thought they would? Yeah, I think that's about fair. I, I think the first game in a World Cup, there's always some little teething issues that, that teams have. Uh, I think that was apparent with New Zealand, as it has been with other nations. I think you could have probably said the same about Australia. Certainly could have said it about Samoa, couldn't you? So, um yeah, the game was in the balance, and then Joey Manu decided, nah, I'm, I'll set the game by the scruff of the neck. And like six mil- minutes of brilliance from him just ended the contest, and it was a sublime theory from him. Uh, but all being said, they've got through a, a relatively tough game. Lebanon looked decent. They looked mm. decent, and they've they've come through it unscathed, I believe, as well. So in terms of first-round games, that's probably a box tick. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, the, the, uh, the one thing, I guess we will hear more about later is uh, Adam Dewey being uh, sinbinned uh, for something that was said to the referee. Uh, that was a, that was just 10 in the bin, wasn't it? It wasn't a send-off, send-off. Well, when, I've got to admit, there's a little bit of confusion. Mm. It, it appeared it was a sinbin. However, I don't believe he came back on, which would suggest he got sim, well carded 64th minute, 65th yeah. minute. So that would suggest it was a red. Now, I've spoke to a few people at the ground. I, I wasn't at the game because I went to watch Island Jamaica. Um, and even in the press box, a bit of confusion. Some people think they saw a red. Some think they saw a yellow. So we don't know. But I would suggest with the fact that he was off for longer than 10 minutes, it probably was a red card, which is a huge blow for the, the Cedars in, in terms of their World Cup campaign. We have a massive game against Ireland up next. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you you look at this from a Kiwi's point of view. You know, you, as you said, uh, Joey Manu doing Joey Manu things, and that that was really uh, in the end the difference. But uh, for Lebanon, they it's it's them or Ireland really for the quarterfinal spot. You suspect, uh, and uh, Adam Joey could be a massive miss. Yeah, for sure. I, I think looking at the the group stage of this tournament from the get go, I, I put down Ireland Lebanon as the the game of the group stage because I, I thought that was the the most intriguing game probably along with England and Samoa but that obviously turned out to be a massive disappointment well not not from an England perspective but in terms of the spectacle and everything um, I think the two really evenly matched sides and but to lose Dewey is a big big blow for them because that that looked like a partnership um, and the question is how do they fix that without chopping and changing and, and everything else. And it's not what you want in a tournament like this. You want continuity, don't you? So that's a, that's a blow for them. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, from a from an Englishman's point of view, watching that Kiwis side, um, we know what they look like on paper coming in to the tournament, but what did you make of them in general? Well, they didn't look they didn't look too bad on grass, did they? Um, well, I, I always think it's the group stages, you don't really get it decent impression you can see as individuals who's in good nick you can pick out bits and bats um i thought that was solid enough I, look I, I think watching it i always felt if they needed so they could have gone up a few more gears mm. um i've got to be honest I, I think they've got a great chance of winning the thing 
I really do. I, I, for, for me, I think they've got the better of Australia. I think that pack, I, I just think the pack's phenomenal. You know, I, I got the pleasure of interviewing Nelson at Sofa Salomona before the Leeds Rhinos warm-up game. And I was just looking at them like, well, how big are you? Like, there's some big blokes in Super League, but that guy something else um, and can play as well, can't he? So, yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into that. They, they can be better than that. There's no doubt about it. But there was enough on show there to suggest that when it comes to the business end, they'll be firing. And, uh, I mean, Joey Tarpany went off with a, looks like a broken nose. Um, and, he, you know, he, he might sit out the Jamaica game. Uh, they'll probably make a few changes for that. But how big are the Kiwis in the middle when you've got him playing Locke, who's probably a prop anywhere else? <laughs> it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's absolutely ridiculous. I've not seen a pack like it. Um, you know, we, we see, we've seen in the game, you know, it's gone through change, hasn't it, where, Locks have been an extra prop, and then you've got your Radleys coming through a little bit smaller and, and player base. But the New Zealand is just everyone's a giant. Everyone's an absolute giant. I, I, I do worry for in, from an, from an English perspective. I do worry if if they were to play New Zealand because you know we can talk about technical ability and everything like that. But when you're just that much bigger, uh, it's like how do you how do you handle that? I don't know. That, that's what, it's what I think puts New Zealand just a little bit above everyone else at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, it's that old saying, isn't it? A good big man beats a good little man. That's it. That's it. It's um, it's just life, isn't it? I suppose in any sort of physical physical way. Um, I hope I'm wrong from, a, from an English perspective, but that New Zealand pack's just phenomenal. And, and the, the thing is as well that, that needs to be said, they come into the, individually, they come into the tournament in real good form. You know, you look at some of the guys in that part, they had great seasons. I, I thought they were harshly done by on the Dally M standings. Mm. You know, I thought more would be in contention for like in the position categories, but alas, they weren't. Um, they've got a phenomenal side. There's, there's no doubt that over there, your part of the world, you have a superb side on your hands. Sir. Jerome Hughes couldn't play today. Bit of a thigh niggle. Have you heard anything about how serious that is? Is is that likely to keep him out of the group? Or there was a bit of chat um, at Headingly today um, between a few a few guys that were there. No one seems to truly know, but the message coming out of the camp was it's not too bad. Um, I can't see why they would cover it up. And I, I, I can't imagine it is that bad. Because if it, if it was, they would have replaced him, wouldn't they, in the squad? Mm. They'd have brought someone else in. So they clearly think he's going to be fit to play at some point. Um, even if that's the quarters, you know, that's what you need him, isn't it? So I, I can't imagine it's too bad. Really can't. Uh, let's have a chat about a couple of the other teams in the tournament, um, starting with England. Um, I mean, looking at this, you know, Gary Schofield pre-tournament was uh, having a crack at some of the selections, um, saying it was a, a weak England squad. And to be fair, down here, we were looking at Samoa going, hell, England might not even make the semi-finals because, you know, they might end up having to play Tonga in the quarters. The Samoan side looks so good. Uh, but they just, they look like a rebel when it came to actually on the field, didn't they? Listen, everything you were saying, we were saying. Um Look, I think I think expectations were a little bit lower over here than they have been in the past because A, Samoa, Tonga look fantastic. Hasn't been the case in previous tournaments. Also, from an England perspective, there's no Alex Wormsley, who's arguably our best middle. Uh, Mark Percival is our best centre. He's missing Liam Farrell, arguably our best back rower. He's out. Uh, John Bateman was suspended 
for this game, Harry Newman, the the gun lead centre, missing. You know, there's, there's so many players. Uh, Johnny Lomax, who's probably the best player in Super League, also out. So we're going. You know, how do we how do we replace these players? It's, it's not it's not easy. Um, and and look over here, Samoa are being billed as the favourites. So I think everyone was in the same boat. Um, but my word, I mean, England. I don't know what you thought. I thought England were phenomenal. Uh, mm. They're just outstanding. We 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 all know over this side of the world, I'm assuming over there, Jack Wellsby's not a name that's all too well known, but he probably is now. Like he was he was exceptional. And he he's a, he's 21 years old. He's he's a superstar in the making. Um but just just across the board, I didn't think there was one poor player for England. Um you know, George Williams has had a really poor season, but again, he was brilliant. Uh, Callum Watkins at centre. I, I could pick out everyone. Um, and I think suddenly everyone in England has gone from going, oh, well, you know, if they get to the semis, they've had a decent run, so we can win the thing. You know, well, why can't we? Um, look, we'll probably get on to some other. They were horrible. There's, just, there's not much getting away from that, but you can only beat what's in front of you in England. Were, England were awesome. You've got to credit where credit's due. England were awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I mean, you gave away the size advantage, right? Somehow were definitely a bigger side, but it was execution for England. They everything they they tried came off. Basically, everything stuck. Yeah, I, I just I thought as well that the outside backs uh, got the better of of Simone's middles. The amount of quick play of the balls that England were just getting from the back, you know, Watkins in particular, but Tommy Makinson, Herbie Farmer had a pretty good game as well. Dom Young, I mean, you know. What a try that was when he when he rounded Suwali. Um, the I, I just thought they beat Samoa that way, and then as you said, the execution. Um, they were just they just looked slick. They they did look slick, which for a side that hasn't had a lot of time together, you know, they um, there was a lot of complaints over here uh, aimed at Super League because they didn't give enough time between the grand final and the and the start of the World Cup for preparation time. There was a lot of people who felt. They should the England camp should have started two weeks ago to maximise our chances, but you'd have felt certainly compared to Samoa, you'd have felt like they'd been playing with each other all year. Mm. They, they just looked in sync, didn't they? They, they just, everything looked good from an England perspective. Yeah, hundred percent agree there, Matt. I think England look very good. Uh, just uh, stay there, buddy. I, I want to talk to you more about uh, Samoa and Matt Parrish, but we'll do that after the latest in news and sport. Currently have uh, Matt Chaw with us out of the UK, editor of Rugby League Live. And uh, Matt, wanted to talk to you about the Matt Parrish situation and Samoa. They were incredibly, incredibly disappointing. And I hear there are some rumours doing the rounds that Jet Tuvi might jet in and take over the team. Are you hearing anything about that? <laughs> well, Jeff Tuvi's there. Je- Jeff Tuvi was part of the backroom staff yesterday. Uh, you know, he was, he was floating around. There was... Try to think who there was. There was him. There was Lee Radford, bizarrely, who's the Castle for Tigers head coach. He's part of the backroom staff. And who else was there? There was. Uh, I'm trying to think who else it was. There was. I can't remember off the top of my head. Ferretti Tuolagi was there, who's uh, you, you obviously know well, a, a hero of mine mm. um, from when he played at Halifax with my hometown club. Mm. But what what I will say about Parish, what concerned me in the. Um, post-match press conference from a Samoan perspective is there was almost a, 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 a is what it is sort of mentality like you know the shrug of the shoulders it's what it is 
I, I'm telling you now, if that was New Zealand, England, or Australia could, that wouldn't be how you react to a defeat like that. I don't know. It raised alarm bells with me. If the performance didn't, I just thought that did. He did say, in fairness to him, they wouldn't start well, that they would build into the tournament. But, you know, that and that was miles off, wasn't it? That, that was... When when Milford got simbined, they threw the towel in. Mm. They threw the... They, they gave up. They bound tools. Um, and for a country and a team of such talent and seemingly such pride in wearing the jersey, given, you know, they've, they've chosen to pledge their allegiance to Samoa, that was a that was a pretty alarming performance for me. Yeah, it was really disappointing performance. And now, you know, it's gone from, hey, Samoa are my favourites to win this group to going, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if France get second place in this group. <laughs> I, I, I've i got to admit, I, I can't, can't see that. Um, France have a few missing. Theo Farge, who... Uh, three-time Super League champion with Saints that Huddersfield now, he's pulled out and he's he, he would have been the one to pull the strings and I just think they'll miss that that composure um, as well as, again, giving up the size advantage. That that would be a shock to me. But I get where you're coming from because they were that poor. Like, you think of some of the guys that were in that team. Like they can't have individual had worse games in Korea, some of them. You know, they, were te- they were terrible. They're absolutely terrible. So, who knows? But with everything that's been said about Parish and Samoan, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? It does. It does. Uh, um, hopefully, they can write it and we see them, Tonga, uh, in, a, in a decent quarterfinal at the World Cup. What about the Aussies then? Uh, I, I don't know what you made of Mel Meninga's squad. I, I was scratching my head because it didn't feel like it was one thing or the other. It was like he'd kind of... He'd, had, he'd picked two squads and then merged them is kind of almost how it felt. He'd picked a 2019 squad and a 2022 squad and because they hadn't played in so long, there was a little bit of that and then picking on form as well. He's, it, it kind of feels a bit of a hodgepodge uh, squad, this is, this kangaroo squad. Yeah, I I, I looked at him and was just surprised. I, there was no... I don't think there was any obvious player I looked at. I'm surprised he's... There's a lot that didn't get picked. I'm surprised he's not... You know, I, I mm. probably... A, the biggest compliment you can give to the depth they've got. But yeah, he, I, I almost wondered coming into the tournament whether he'd pick a side looking for maybe to the future, you know, if there is going to be an enhanced international calendar. Do you pick blokes who are going to be around for five, six years? He hasn't really done that. He, a little bit of that. But then there's also a little bit, you know, of Daily Cherry Evans and, uh, yeah, strange one. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I didn't quite, but, you know, Knowing Australia, we'll go and win the thing, won't they? Then we all go, well, got it right. <laughs> it's just what the Aussies do, frustratingly, isn't it? That's just, it's just what they do. So, uh, look, end of the day, I agree with you, but who are we to argue with Malmeninga? Yeah, well, there is that. There is that. And uh, he's not a man that breaks an argument, I don't think. Um, the the Fijians uh, probably, I mean, I saw their result against England in the warm-up and was surprised and disappointed and probably a bit the same here because they seem to have, on paper at least, the team that should be a lot more competitive than what we saw. I think um, there are a few things. You know, Kikau didn't play, Coruscant didn't play, a few a few others didn't play. It absolutely chucked it down. The, the weather was torrential. The England boys playing that a lot. They, with some of those lads that have never played in those conditions, 
Uh, they picked up three injuries in the game. There were a few mitigating circumstances behind that. England were pretty good as well. Um, maybe we all just need to agree that England are awesome. They're just mm-hmm. hammering everyone, aren't they? Uh, no, I won't get ahead of myself just yet. Uh, 110 yeah. points in two games. I know, crazy, crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't read too much into it being there. I, they, look, they were poor. They were poor, but they had a lot out. Everything else going against them. Um, they were better against Australia. They had a crack, didn't they? They um, they just they just miss a half, don't they? I think. You know, Wakeham's Wakeham's not bad. He's okay, but um, they just miss someone else just to just to steer the ship around. I think. Um, again, fascinating. Will they go through? Pro- probably. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd yeah. think that they'd have enough for Scotland and Italy. I've got to say, I thought that was a shock. I thought, I thought Italy beating Scotland was a shock, um, but I would still think they've got enough to the Fijians have got enough to to make the way through. All right, so that, that's the where we sit currently. I mean, it looks like we're saying it's going to be a Fiji Kiwi quarterfinal. Um, it's going to be Tonga probably Samoa quarterfinal, England. I don't know. England, England, who who are England gonna play in the quarters, do you think? Uh will it be Papua New Guinea? Probably be Papua New Guinea, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then it's as you said, that your game of the group stage will decide who uh who the kangaroos play in the quarters. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget PNG beat Great Britain in 2019. So, you know, stranger things have happened, haven't they? Uh this is a different England side, obviously, but yeah, the 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 Island Lebanon games are one. I I think I think now, now you've got England somewhere out of the way, the one with a bit of jeopardy is that Island Lebanon one. Um, Island were pretty good today. I've got to say they've they've got a, you know on paper they've got a decent team, um, similar to Lebanon. I just I just worry now with Dewey because disciplinary is tomorrow. So as you guys, uh, as you guys go to bed. That you probably get the new or, or waking up, so no, I get it all. probably overnight for you actually. From the yeah. time difference, that news will come out. Um, but if Dewey misses, I, I look at who, who goes into the halves and how do you what what impact does that have elsewhere? So I think, given that, um, you, you go Ireland, however, Lebanon will probably be better for playing New Zealand. I don't know how much Ireland will have got of playing Jamaica because look, Jamaica weren't here to win the competition. It's a fantastic story, Jamaica being a rugby league World Cup. They're on their own journey. This is much more than winning games for them. But I don't know how much Ireland will have really got out of that game today. Lebanon, probably a little bit more battle-hardened, which has to stand them in good stead, you would say. Yeah, you'd think so. I'd tell you, the thing that really um, uh, stood out for me was Lebanon's uh, defensive line speed. Yeah, it's the key. Mm. Like, you know, there were times when I was thinking, is this is this ref playing a five-metre uh, line <laughs> yeah. because they were just up so so quick and I think that probably burned their legs towards the end but mm-hmm. man it, it really put pressure on the team with the ball at the start the first half particularly yeah and and I think that watching Ireland today they were just a little bit clunky on line attack um, you know so that, that's an interesting match isn't it well mm. how will that work can they fix that up um, but but they do have a good spine the Island, you know, Kiri's Kiri, you, you know him well. Uh, Richie Myler's had a great season at Leeds at fullback, and 
even the other halfback, Joe Keyes, um, for Ireland, he plays for Halifax in the Championship. He was nominated for uh, the Championship Player of the Year, and he can play. He had he, he got a few try assists today. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see him back in Super League. So watch out for him. There's um, yeah, it, it being it's a, it's just a fascinating game. It, it really is. You know, Moses v Kieran, isn't it? I suppose in some degree. Yeah. Watch this space. It'll be a cracker at Lee next week. Yeah, a couple of former Tigers teammates too. Right, going head to head. Yeah, sure. It's going to be interesting. Oh, I've yeah, 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 good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Hey, Matt, thanks very much for giving us some time. Really appreciate it, mate. Uh, enjoy My the rest pleasure. of the World Anytime. Cup, and we'll uh, no doubt catch up uh, between now and then, eh? Would love to. Thank you for having me. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.